Well, hello and welcome to the Pumping Irony Podcast. This is episode 25. Um, we are back all together. Um, it's been a while. Andrew sat out a couple of podcasts, but he is here. Um, this is a podcast where three friends all live in Columbia, Maryland, talk about things we like and dislike. My name's Tim. I'm Russ. And I'm Andrew. And I think I only missed one. Thank you very much. No, you missed one with Brian and Kelsey, then uh, Russ and I did one by ourselves. I thought me and one did one with me and you did one without Russ. That was that was like three yeah, episodes yeah. ago. So it's been I don't a while. To our podcast. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, this is a special uh, podcast. This is our annual. Uh, this is our our third year of annual Star Wars talk. So we are going to talk about Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Um, it's been out for four weeks now, and this is going to be a total spoilers podcast. So if right. you have not um, seen The Last Jedi, please go and, and see that. Stop re- stop listening now and go see it. But, uh, if you've not seen it, why haven't you seen it? Exactly. Even if you know, you've heard all the haters out there, still go see it, because I think it's a really good movie. Um, hey, but spoilers yeah. for the podcast. Right? So, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, well, yeah, so this is the... Um, Second in the uh, second episode of the uh, last trilogy, I guess, in the Skywalker saga, right? <laughs> second episode of the last trilogy. Yeah, that, that works. Um, yeah, so it was written and directed by uh, Ryan Johnson, um, who um, has... Based on characters created by George Lucas. Yes. <laughs> uh, Ryan Johnson has been the director of, of some really, really good movies. Um, Brick and Looper and The Brothers Bloom. Three episodes of Breaking Bad and one oh. episode of Terriers. And his first short, I just realized, realized this today, his first short is called Evil Demon Golf Ball from Hell. That would be the only apparently thing I haven't seen of his. Um, but now I want to. Exactly. <laughs> With three exclamation points. So, of course. Evil Demon Golf Ball from Hell! <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think I'm it's um, it's an Easter egg. It's, a, it's an Easter egg and the Looper Blu-ray, which I think I might have. So oh, I, I definitely own that. I need to. We need to find that. Oh, um, I'm doing that tonight. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Ryan Johnson with a, um, and I think it's been confirmed that he had some script help from Carrie Fisher, who's you know been a long time script doctor in Hollywood, um, and been so she, long I think time she, Princess Leia. Yes. Um, <laughs> and so yes, yeah, she. So she, I think she wrote some lines, and if you've seen it, you might you know you can always guess which lines are Carrie Fisher's. But I think. Um, what the one that get your head out of your cockpit is one probably <laughs> Carrie Fisher line. Um, yeah, so so yeah, but mainly written by Ryan Johnson. Um, the cast uh, returning from the last movie are uh, Daisy Ridley as Ray and John Boyega as Finn, Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, Carrie Fisher as General Leia Organa. This is her last role. Um, so she has passed away, I guess, with this last December, um, December 2016. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Driver as Kylo Ren, Oscar Isaac as Poe Dameron, Andy Serkis as um, Snoke. Snoke, and then Lupita Nyong'o as Maz Kanata, Donald Gleason as General Hux, Anthony Daniel as C-3PO, Gwendolyn Christie as Captain Phasma, and then new- newcomers... Kelly Marie Tran as Rose Tico, Laura Dern as Vice Admiral Holdo, and um, Benicio Del Toro as DJ, which if he did, he should have had a pair of headphones right? on his ear. Yeah. And yeah. I, hate, the, I hate to like, correct you, but I think you just announced a whole Star Wars cast and you missed Harrison Ford. Um, so I did. What? Sorry, he I was really, there? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was maybe the ghost of Harrison Ford. 
Whoa. Uh, <laughs> Maybe the ghost of Han Solo, but... I mean, unless we're announcing on this podcast for the first time that Harrison Ford is oh, no, still alive. No, he's still alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ghost of Han Solo. Did, did the Ghost of Han Solo show up? No. Um, he wasn't in this film. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, and then um, uh, I guess in some minor characters, Billy Lord, who is uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter, she was uh, Commander. Uh, Lieutenant Connick, sorry, I just promoted her. Um, and so that one's, um, I think, was probably the, the main cast. Um, what about Transport Deck Officer? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, it actually there's a couple of Game of Thrones actors in there as, as part of the First Order. If you've probably just, if you've seen Games of Thrones, some of the minor characters were show up as um, as First Order officers. Um, but yeah, so that's the cast, and uh, um, I thought you know once again excellent cast. I thought even the newcomers were were really mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, Benicio del Toro doing his best sleepy Benicio del Toro. I was gonna say look. he played himself. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Although I did like the, um, I was getting a little ahead of it, but I did like his little stutter uh, as a yeah. character. I thought that they never explained it. They never really yeah. talked about it. It wasn't mm-hmm. like a joke or anything like that. It was, I was he was probably my least favorite of all the new characters. Uh, yeah, because he, he just didn't, you know, just his role was pretty minor. But yeah. I thought he had some good lines though. The whole thing about you know good guys, bad guys, you know. <laughs> but, but yeah, he plays like the hacker guy. Um, so uh, the box office, it has made a ton of money, as um, you would expect. It's not in China, <laughs> really? Oh, I think it just is like closing in China after like seven days. Or oh something. wow! I just I read that today. I don't know if it was closing or it's going to like no screens, but like no one in China watches Star Wars movies. Uh huh. Chinese it's, don't like Star Wars. No, not even a little bit. <laughs> um, it's grossed almost six hundred million in the U.S. alone, and about six hundred fifty-five million. Around the world, so uh, box office total of one point two three five million um, as of January eleventh. So it's made over a billion dollars, which is probably no surprise. Um, yeah. I figure what the box office total of Force Awakens was, but wasn't it even? Did it make a billion dollars in the U.S. alone? Um, if it did, or it was really really close. Really close, yeah. So this hasn't. I mean, it's been four weeks, so um, it might. I don't know if it's going to probably come close to last um, to the Force Awakens, but. Um, yeah. yeah, I think if, if Forest Awakens had made money in China, it would have been the highest grossing film of all time. Yeah, like, um, Avatar super popular in China, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they like <laughs> big blue aliens. Um, but I think I think this probably hasn't made money as much as Force Awakens because there was probably a little more hype as a, you know the first oh, yeah first Star Wars movie in ten years, oh, right, and yeah, the yeah. first good Star Wars movie <laughs> in over 20, 20 years, thirty <laughs> years, um, over thirty years, like thirty two years, right? Return of the Jedi was eighty three. So, so yeah, so this is has been uh, has been making a lot of money. Um, it's not without its distra- detractors, though. Very Highly rated detractors. on, huh? Very vocal detractors, right? Very vocal detractors. Um, even some of the people um, that we know personally don't like it, but you know they're wrong. I've told them they're wrong. Um, <laughs> But, you know, the, as far as the critics, you know, it's, it's pretty highly rated. Um, what was it, like 95, 93% of Rotten Tomatoes? Like that. Um, let's talk about the opening crawl as we get into this. Um, and then maybe we can go through the kind of the plot. Um, I know I've seen it three times. You've only seen it. I've seen it twice. Twice. You've seen it once. I've only seen it once. So three, if, two, I, one. if I refer to somebody as, you know, that guy with the thing? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know all the names. So. Right. So let's just go over like the opening crawl. You don't know the name. It's just Han Solo. Yeah. Okay. Han Solo. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Episode, episode 8. The Last Jedi. The First Order reigns. Having decimated the peaceful Republic, Supreme Leader Snoke 
now deploys his merciless legions to seize military control of the galaxy. Only General Leo Organa's band of resistance fighters stand against the rising tyranny, certain that Jedi Master Luke Skywalker will return and restore a spark of hope to the fight. But the resistance has been exposed. As the First Order speeds towards the rebel base, the brave heroes mount a desperate escape. Dot, 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 dot. An extra dot, I There's guess. There's always four dots. Always four dots. I don't know what happened, why they started that, but might be to make sure it all yeah. looks nice and square. I don't know. Um, Trendsetters, these Star Wars movies. <laughs> right. So there you go. That's kind of the setup for the, the movie. And uh, it starts off with, as most Star Wars movies with a big... Spaceship. But big big spaceship. Um, but not originally. I mean, the first shot is of the Resistance right, fighters, you okay. know, coming off the planet. But then pretty soon after that, the First yep. Order arrives with the, um, was it like the, the the big Dreadnought class Star Destroyer, yeah. which looked really, really cool. cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really cool. With the guns <laughs> on the bottom. Um, and um, and so as we, um, we, you know, there's kind of tension within the Resistance in the first thing because you see... You know, the very first rebel you see is Poe Dameron, and he's doing his his best Poe Dameron moves, where he's taking out a bunch of guns and uh, yeah, being snarky, being snarky, yeah, which is good. I like that. Yeah, I love that opening scene. Um, and uh, and so then you you see him, tra- you know, you see all these these resistance bombers, which look a little like B wings, maybe a little beefier of B wings, um, yeah. but definitely were. Um, Kind of like the old, uh, was it the old B-25 or B-29? World oh, yeah. War II bombers with the gunners, you know, in the little yeah. glass bubble. So yeah. they're, they're very um, very cool looking. Um, and so they're trying to, like, take <laughs> out this this Dreadnought class Star Destroyer. But, you know, General Organa is trying to call them off to bring them back. They've done what they needed to do. They're trying to escape, and that was, like, the prime thing. But, but Poe wants to go. Poe <laughs> po wants to go, and he's like, this is our chance to do it, but... Um, in the meantime, you know, all of them, all of them get destroyed. Yeah, all the bombers get all destroyed. All the bombers get destroyed and yeah. a bunch of the other fighters, which I thought was a very, um, great shot of Princess Leia, kind of, not Princess Leia, General Leia, looking at the screen as you're seeing these little red X's on their fleet. And mm-hmm. Yeah, they destroy the Jedi, Dreadnought, but at what cost? Exactly. Yeah. Yes, at a high cost. And, um, I think that's kind of like the theme maybe of this movie is, is... Uh, you know, victory coming at great cost, and um, and the, the resistance being kind of decimated as they try to make their escape from the first order, um, and so that I mean that's how it kind of like the how the movie opens up with this really cool space battle as they as they often do, um, uh, and then you see the plot is just kind of like you know an escape movie, yep. as a as the resistance is trying to. Uh, Escape the, the first order, and they like you know leap through hyperspace, thinking they're getting away. But then the um, what the first order tracks them through <laughs> hyperspace, which is a um, uh, was like a little teaser. If you saw the, if you go back and see Rogue One, yeah, they when sure, um, the technology for that or whatever, like one of those discs or something. Yeah, when she's like you know <clears throat> going through the, um, the 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 Empire's archives of all the things she's looking for the. Um, for the Death Star plans and, and, and trying to find out, she's, she's reading out things um, that the Empire's uh, working yeah. on. One of them is hyperspace tracking. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool mm-hmm. that they you know they brought that through. Um, of course, I guess it's a really hard technology because we have a Rogue One to to. Um, so there was a few years between. A few years between there, so they're I guess they're working hard on that. 
So the yeah, the, so the the, Although the the empire was you know busy with some stuff right yeah. after right after the offensive with the rogue one. Right, right, right. They, were, <laughs> they might have you know been trying to they got sidetrack, keep their Death Star, uh, yeah. you know, blowing up planets and keeping their Death Star from being destroyed and twice, twice, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they got a little sidetracked from their hyperspace tracking, but um, it's interesting. I mean, they've talked about a little bit about um, the empire. Um, even in The Force Awakens, when it talks about them finding the map in the archives of the Empire, so the First Order, it's, it'd be interesting to find out exactly how much the um, First Order has gotten from the Empire, what oh, all yeah. the stuff that they've right. gotten and, and are using, and are, <laughs> you know, was there plans for these massive gorilla walkers and, and things like that, and, and the um, the Dreadnought, you know, Space Destroyer or Star Destroyer, you know, what, how many of that stuff was the, was the Empire's design first and that the first order kind of mm-hmm. bogarted and used for their own <laughs> things. So I thought that's probably maybe an interesting side, you know, or extra book or comic book or something yeah. like that. Uh, we still haven't gotten a really clear picture of where exactly how the first order started. I mean, I didn't know they talked about it in that one book bloodline, Yeah, but very, you know, it's not focused on the first order. I don't see a book focused on the first order. Yeah. We also haven't seen anything in the movies of like the actual new Republic. That's true. Like, just seen like the first order and the resistance, but like we have like the actual government of most of the galaxy, like right, hasn't actually been shown mm-hmm. the, and, um, and immediately got destroyed. Yeah, so I mean they're gone, right? I mean, well, at least a lot, most of the leadership, maybe. Right. Like, we, like that's the thing. Like we don't know from like we saw like five planets get blown up. Right. Don't really know too much about what those planets are. like. Just from the context of the movies, you don't like actually know what the heck is going on with the New Republic at all. Right. Yeah. It seems like it's pretty decimated, though. Like, yeah. That's the, um, the... You feel the desperation in this movie as the Resistance is trying to get away from the New Order and their their numbers are getting decimated and they're trying to find allies and mm-hmm. it seems like the allies aren't showing up. Um, and so it's... You know, it's, it's, it's on that long line of like... Kind of like in tone where the Empire Strikes Back where things seem very bleak. Yeah. Um, I think there are lots of... Uh, Parallels with Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, well, actually, so. Empire and Return of the Jedi a little bit kind of thrown in, yeah. um, in there with like Supreme Leader Snoke, um, and his you know his throne room and yeah, and uh, it's cool exactly. <laughs> and the the, uh, the Praetorian guards, mm-hmm. those guys were pretty cool looking. Um, but even like you know when 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 he, at the you know at the end when Ray's there and he's like showing him how. Look into this viewer, see how your friends are getting killed and all that kind of stuff, which kind of harkens back to um, to Return of the Jedi. So, mm-hmm. kind of like all smooshed into one um, callbacks. But I think enough differences that you know. It, oh yeah, um, it makes it you know a, a totally a totally new new movie. So that's kind of like the the A plot line maybe is the resi- uh, the um, resistance trying to escape from the First Order. Um, you know, we see. The Force Awakens left Poe, you know, injured and on a, on a, you know, in medical care, and we don't know what happened to him. And so you, you kind of see him wake up, and his first question is, I like that the line where Poe says, you know, you must have a million questions, and he's like, first one is like, where's Ray? Where's yeah. Ray? Yep. <laughs> and then like immediately switches to Ray on the on the like really right after the Force Awakens. I mean, I think this movie takes place for like right after the Force Awakens. It like goes right into well, like. It- I don't know. I feel like it is like an Empire thing, like another parallel to Empire, where like because if if it takes place right after the Force Awakens, then like 
or like the stuff with Ray can't be going on at the same time as the stuff right. oh, yeah, with, with the the for, with the um, resistance leaving because that means she was on that island for all of like thirty six hours, right? Yeah, um, or less, which doesn't seem true. Like we see her go to sleep a couple of times. So right, it seems like she's been there for weeks. Yeah, um, but at least so. when you first see Ray, it takes place like pretty much right after. Yes, you see her. She hands the lightsaber to. But for, the, but for the resistance, there had to have been a couple weeks going. Yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe it's like non-linear, like like yeah, going which back is the same thing that Empire did. Like you know, the like all of the Han and Leia stuff oh, takes right. place over like you know two or three days, and Luke is on Dagobah for however long right. he's on yeah. Dagobah for. Yeah. Um, but they, I mean, they basically run. They grab dinner with, uh, on Cloud City, and then like Luke is done with Jedi training. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> right. It only takes a couple days to be a Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> So that, there's another Empire parallel. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so, so you see Ray. She's on Acto Island. Um, she hands the lightsaber to, to Luke, and he promptly throws it over his shoulder. Which is which... one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. Right, right. <laughs> like, That's great. Right. <laughs> Out of all the things I would have expected Luke to do with that lightsaber, like, that was not, like, the first, right. first thing Luke did, that's not what I was expecting. Exactly, which is really good. I've had two years to think about it, <laughs> and that was not in the top 100. Yeah. Uh, which kind of shows you, uh, kind of, like, right off the bat, his kind of, his mental state and what he's doing. Because, you know, in The Force Awakens, you think, like, oh, Luke's this, you know, he disappeared. He's out there, kind of reclaim his identity or trying to right. patch together the Jedi and stuff like that. But no, he's actually just hiding on this island, um, kind of moping. Yeah, yeah. He's a very chilling. bitter, bitter and sarcastic Luke Skywalker that we find, and of course throws Ray for a loop. She's like, "What? What? <laughs> it's like you got to come back." He's. I do like the line where he's like, what do you expect me to come out with my laser sword? Which yeah. is kind of a reference to early yeah. early Star Wars scripts when George Lucas was calling in the lightsabers, laser, laser stores yep. before he landed on, on lightsabers. So I like those little like little callbacks in this movie. Um, but, you know, Ray um, is trying to learn um, the ways of the Force, which is a really funny scene also when uh, Luke tells, him, tells her to reach out. Yeah. <laughs> she, she physically he reaches tickles out, <laughs> tickles over the thing. <laughs> you feel the force? <laughs> feel it. Smack! He smacks her hand. I thought that was. I was yeah. like the, the 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 dynamic, but um, really cool. I think really cool um, scenes on Acto. And what I like about um, what they've done with the Force Awakens and now what they're doing with the, with the Last Jedi, as as opposed to like the prequels, is like you got an actual actual locations that you're at for the most part. Right, yeah. Um, but, like, that island is a really, you know, yeah. a real island that really and, looks like that. And, and that's why there's yeah. porgs. Yeah, it's right. yeah, yeah, puffins. Yeah. Because they're puffins. They're, <laughs> yeah. They're like, it would take too much to to Train CGI them. all of these out, so... We're just going to CGI something over We'll just CGI them. something over them. <laughs> right. But for the long shots, I'm sure they're just puffins. Yeah. Right. Flying yeah, around. around. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I really, I really like the whole, you know, dynamic with with Ray and 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 in parallel with that, you see Kylo Ren um, meeting with Snoke, and and you get kind of why that he was so easily defeated by Ray, who had never you know really mm-hmm. touched a lightsaber before, because you know he had just killed his father, and that kind of you know might have had a little that's where Han Solo went I knew there was something <laughs> um, yeah yeah it talks about him just killing his father and he's like nah that wasn't that it wasn't it but Snoke's like yeah it tore you up inside and so you got defeated by by girl <laughs> um, and he's really like 
I don't know, really needling him and belittling him and, um, you know, take off the mask. You're just a child in a mask and you're nothing like Darth Vader and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah. um, which, <laughs> I mean, we'll get to it, but I think Snoke was, I still, he's like probably one of my least favorite characters because, you oh, know, Snoke, yeah, yeah. yeah, Supreme Leader Snoke, you yeah, really don't right. know much about him, um, but yeah, so then you get this like this this weird connection between Kylo Ren and Rey that kind of freaked you know threw me for a loop at the for the first part. I like how they did it with like the kind of the echoey voices when they're mm-hmm. kind of talking yeah, to people it. People are calling it Force Time, which I love. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They they, they Force Time. They Force Time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, there's this weird connection, and of course, um, you know, you're a monster. You're a monster, Harry. No, she. <laughs> calling him a monster and um I just I, I don't know I thought Adam Driver was so good in this movie I just really love yeah. his progression yeah Kylo Ren is maybe my favorite character yeah. and I didn't when we were first introduced to him in the last movie I was like I don't know if I like this or not yeah. but his progression in this movie is like oh yeah so he's a real driving I mean you can see what's driving him and right and he's surprising you know, some of his decisions surprised me still, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, but that makes total sense. So, yeah, I really well, like. And it's where nice it's going. for like Snoke to call him out as a whiny wannabe Vader, right? right. Which he was, <laughs> yeah. which he totally was. Yep. So then he's like, I think you you don't really see it, but you kind of feel it. Like he's he's like reevaluating what he's doing, oh, what yeah. he wants. Um, and I think one of his lines that he speaks to Ray is kind of like what drives the whole movie and what they're kind of doing with this with this new trilogy because he's like you know you gotta let the past die kill it yep. if you must you know like and, and that's what we're kind of seeing right because we're seeing all these iconic characters that we fall in love with and we haven't seen in in 30 plus years or right. something like that and then they finally come back and they're all getting, they're all getting like you know they're subverting our expectations of right. what, what we want them to happen um, and so it's like it's almost like this is the new Star Wars and here's these new characters that you're going to fall in love with and and you kind of got to let go of these old characters right. that you want and have high expectations for. And, you know, I mean, in in, uh, in the case of, like, Organa, Leah, you know, she's obviously the the actress died. So, I mean, that probably wasn't maybe in their plans for them. But hopefully not. Yeah. yeah. Probably wasn't. <laughs> right, right. But, like, so, so then they're like, okay. I mean, so, Lucasfilm has a lot of power. But yeah. <laughs> I'm but, really uh, hoping that's not how they wield it. <laughs> But you're seeing these, you know, these these characters that we've come to love, love right? Um, and go away. And I think that's probably why <laughs> lots of people don't like this movie is because right. it's like it's not absolutely it's not what I wanted. Right? It's not, yeah. You know, it's not what I remember. People wanted like heroic Luke. Yeah. Right. You know, and it, even Mark Hamley. Hamill in, in an interview, I think he he didn't really go this far, but you know, they're quoting him saying, "That's not my Luke Skywalker," yeah. but that's that's kind of taken his what he was saying out yeah, of the context. I think those were actually his words. Right, but... But, like, the but in the context yeah, yeah, yeah. of it, it wasn't like, I was um, totally against this. It was like, yeah. I understand, and then I figured out where the director was going. This is what and, I found on IMDb. It, it says, yeah. after reading the script for the film, Mark Hamill told director Ryan Johnson, I pretty much fundamentally disagree with every choice you've made for the character, <laughs> Luke Skywalker. Now, having said that, I've gotten off my chest, and my job now is to take what you've created and do my best to realize your vision. Yeah. Which is... Yeah, proper. You know, he's an actor. And yeah, that's it's his I, job. It's his like, job. But like, I mean, he's an own Luke Skywalker sure. as a character. So. I can totally 
under, but you can understand why people would have right. that reaction if Mark Hamill also has that same reaction. Right. Yeah. Like to what they do with Luke, he's like, "Oh man, I can't believe this is what you did with this character, who you know he knows and loves and you right. know, has obviously been a big part of his life for the last yeah, exactly. right thirty odd years, yeah. forty years." Um, so like, yeah, I totally see where fans are coming from when, when they, you know, hate all of the decisions that they made for Luke, right? especially. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, I, like, I, and I mostly disagree with that, but like, I also kind of wish like, you know, part of me still wishes that like, we still had Luke around to like, then redeem himself and like, do, you know, like, like finally, you know, get back to like, you know, Luke Skywalker you wanted to be instead of just like five minutes of that in the movie. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, we don't know. I mean, I have a, the last thing is questions moving forward. We don't know how Luke is going to impact the next movie. And you right, know, sure. he even says in one line, you know, no one, no one's ever really gone. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I have, I would be shocked if you know Mark Hamill wasn't back. Yeah, um, but it's, like, especially he, now that Curry Fisher died, the, right? They have to have, I think, somebody from the original yeah, trilogies. Right. Yeah, in the yeah. end, but because um, it seemed like they were like setting up something really cool between you know. Leia and Kylo Ren, right. um, like you know, you have him like you know focused in on you know blowing up uh, their ship, and he decides like he can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's already killed his father, like but he he can't bring himself to kill his mom. Um, right. Then one of the other pilots goes ahead and does it. Um, so like yeah, you got to think there was going to be like some cool confrontation with them in the third movie that right. they're trying to set up. Yeah, um, but we'll never see that now. Nope. All right. So. Um, so yeah, but that was a uh, that was an interesting scene. What do you guys think about that? With like, so they you know they <clears> blow <throat> the um the bridge up, and most of the senior leadership of the resistance oh, dies. Right. I and then uh, Carrie Fisher does her um, yeah. I I didn't her like Jedi her Force thing. I didn't like the the visuals of that for some reason with mm. her floating back kind of in a. My wife calls her Mary Poppins in Mary, space. Yeah. <laughs> you need a Photoshop of Carrie yeah. Fisher holding an umbrella as she floats back into the... I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I mean, I, I like the story plot point that she yeah. used her force powers to get back, you know, but just how they originally did it, it didn't yeah, yeah. work for me, but... It was a little yeah. weird. It was a little weird, but yeah. Uh-oh. I do like her floating through that, like that... Um, hologram of one of the spaceships and she just like goes right through you're like oh okay so yeah but uh yeah so like Anwar Akbar, he's gone and uh, yeah i think that's that's my least favorite part of that series he just goes out with no fanfare oh yeah like, by the way yeah you're like wait but that that was Akbar on the bridge yeah. like oh. so i heard i heard the editor has been watching has watched the film with an audience and he's think, thinking maybe we should have handled that Akbar thing a little differently you know because yeah. he's just gone off screen yeah like, boom okay i mean technically it's on screen that he well, goes, right but right. like but it's so, he's in the background and like yeah. it's 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 bore it's basically an off-screen death for yeah. you know somebody for, who's been around for right somebody who's a fan favorite and all that stuff so yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah well <laughs> yeah I, I was like that's probably one of my bigger gripes with the movie. <laughs> yeah um just because it's sad like it's Admiral akbar like right. he just he's just gone like you know. He's one of the heroes of the Republic in the, uh, in the yeah in the rebellion. He didn't even get to say it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> yeah, so, he didn't even know. Right, he didn't right. know. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, so you have that, like you said, you have the 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 resistance trying to to take over, and they're slowly, you know, it's a war of attrition with the with the um, with the New Order and the and the resistance losing ships as they run out of fuel, um, and so in order to try to you know, 
with this hyperspace tracking to try to disable that, you have this other story with with uh, um, Finn and... And Leia's been incapacitated by going out into space. Oh, right. So, yeah, so, yeah, so, so Lord Dern, Admiral Holdo, like, takes over, like, as the leader of the Resistance. Right. Who looked really cool. I mean, yeah. I wish I would have seen more of her. Yeah. I hope they do, like, because you talked about, you know, Poe's, like, having this, this conversation with, the, with the, I don't know, the one alien guy. He's like, that's her. And he talks about some battle that she was in. It's like, okay, so we need to see some... Some yeah. Holdo in action kind of this thing. Guy, there'll be a comic book or yeah. Yeah. a book or yeah. something yeah. of that, I'm sure. Um, Probably not a movie. Yeah, but. so so Laura Dern takes over, Admiral Holdo takes over the Resistance, and of course her and Poe have some uh, some words. He doesn't, doesn't you know... Poe's mutiny? Yeah. Poe's yeah. mutiny. <laughs> yeah, because well, he, got, he got demoted by General, um, General Organa before, you know, she got blown out of, out of space for his rash acts and with right. the... With the um, with the uh, bombers, the, the bombers, yeah, the and the dreadnought. So he gets promoted from what to back down to captain or something like that. Um, and and so you know, obviously Holdo heard that and just kind of throws that in his face. And so there's already some tension there between you know leadership yep. styles, and uh, um, he's pretty brash and rash, and you know, kind of at you know shoot first, <laughs> ask questions later kind of guy. Um, and she's got the big picture. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but she doesn't let him know, right? And that's not her leadership style, I guess, to let him know. And she's like, "You don't, just, you don't need to know. You just do your orders because that's what you're supposed to do." Um, and so there's this plot of like, oh, so Finn, he's he's awake. He sees what's happening with the first order. Obviously, that kind of goes to his character. He's been running from the first order. He's scared of the first order. He knows just how powerful they are, being a stormtrooper. So he's like, "I'm out of here. I got to go and and raise, you know." I got to get to Ray, and she's got she can't come back here and get just killed right. immediately. Um, and of course, he so he tries to run again, and that's when you meet Rose, who <laughs> shocks him. It's a pretty yeah. funny scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's my she, I love her. Yeah, yeah, Rose yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's really good as, as a new character, and so they're like, okay, we need to uh, we need to fix this hyperspace tracking thing. How do we do that? Um, and. Yeah. You know, one of my dislikes is not enough Miles Kanata. You only get the first one quick scene of her. Pretty funny scene though. She's yeah, suddenly a labor screen timer. Fantastic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so she's like, oh, you need to go to this this find a hacker who can hack into their system. He's on this planet called Canto Bite. You need to go there. And so um, with a little um, plan with uh, I guess Poe and and this Lieutenant Connix who <laughs> like you know they have a shuttle take off and and you go to Canto Bite, which is like this. You know, Las Vegas, Space Vegas, yeah, I guess. Space yeah. Vegas. Um, and uh, try to find this hacker guy. Um, and so he can, you know, lead them back. And and uh, they're kind of, you know, <laughs> this hastily put together mission doesn't go as planned. Right. They get arrested, thrown in Space <laughs> Vegas prison, um, <laughs> where they meet this, you know, Benicio Del Toro's sleepy character, um, sleepy stuttering character, DJ. Um <laughs> Uh, but you know that that sets up with these, kind of gives Rose a little more background about her and her sister, who you who actually you meet in the very first scene because she's like on a, one of these bombers and she right. saves the resistance. Um, and so you know Rose, kind of a background of what her character is, and you see this big bright flashy um, scene, but um, the, all these rich people are getting rich on war, war profiteering, uh, which you know kind of a heavy thing. Yeah, about Star Wars, it's not this light thing. It's like, oh, these people are getting rich on right. people, other people dying, um, and so kind of Rose kind of exposes the kind of the underbelly, the dark underbelly of all this, 
Oh, like, Finn loves the place. Oh yeah, Finn's like you know, white eyed place ever. Right, because well, he's like who's been a stormtrooper his whole life. Right. He hasn't seen much, <laughs> and so he's like sees this. He's like, oh, this is great. And she's like, eh, well, look underneath all this stuff, and you can see the corruption and the uh, the abuse and the slavery. You know, you have these little kids who are pretty much, mm-hmm. I think, you know, talking. You don't really say it outright, but you kind of think that they're, you know, indentured servants or you know, are um, trafficked, you know, humans, and they right. have to be there. And then you have these. These, I forget what they're called. These horse things. Um, yeah, they're called. They were horse things. Horse yeah. things. <laughs> um, and uh, you know they're being abused and by all this stuff like that, just for people's entertainment. Right. You know, there's all this abuse and all this stuff just for the entertainment value. So, yeah, that was. I don't know. I think a lot of people don't really like the whole Rose and Finn story plot line, and I think that's just people's complaint. Yeah, that's about not a big it. one. It also comes to nothing, and all it does is. <laughs> destroy the resistance right yeah um so that's what i mean this is a that's what kind of the theme of this movie though is like these these all these efforts are all for not for the resistance because you know even though the the great victory in the beginning they took out this dreadnought but at what cost and yeah it was ultimately a failure yeah and all of all of you know those are two really cool characters that a lot of people love and their only like plot purpose in this movie is to teach Poe Dameron a lesson is, you know, they fail so that Poe can learn a lesson right. and they don't, you know, which is kind of a bummer like, right. for two really, really cool characters. But and I'm sure we'll see more of them also, yeah. you know. Um, but I think it kind of does kind of build on, on a little bit about Finn and the way it is because you see all the stuff that's happening and then you see like that final, um, um, final battle on crate where he's like, you know, I'm going to destroy it. I don't care if I have to sacrifice myself. I'm going to destroy the, the, the first order, do as much damage as I can, which is another thing that's like, you know, why are you doing this? You know, it's not like you need to hold on to the things we love instead of throwing away the, the destroy the things we hate, which is a Rose line. Um, yeah. <laughs> which she wakes up, says the line and immediately goes back to sleep. Which is kind of weird. <laughs> just got a text from someone who just saw last Jedi a second time. Oh, all right. Right. <laughs> That was weird. <laughs> that was good timing. And I'm muting my iPad. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I really liked. Um, I really liked the uh, the whole um, Kylo Ren, um, Ray kind of connection, um, especially when like when when Luke is teaching her how to use the Force, and she sees all this stuff that's happening, and then she sees like this you know this darkness, mm-hmm. and she immediately <laughs> goes like right into this like the the kind of like the dark side of the force. He's like, whoa, you didn't even like try to resist. You went right there to it. And like, which really scares um, Luke about how powerful Ray is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did really like the scene where she, so she goes to this like dark side, whatever little mossy place and goes under the water and has this really trippy vision of a bunch of different rays. Um, yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> um, but at the end, you see her talking about what was <clears throat> happening. You think she's talking to Luke, right? She's sharing all the stuff. She's, but then you see, you see it. She's talking to to, to Kylo <laughs> Ren through this, you know, mm-hmm. Force time. Yeah, and um, <laughs> and you're like, what's happening there? And then they touch, and then you get this kind of like this background. I guess I like it from like three different views of what you know what happened with between Luke and Kylo Ren. Right. Um, you see like Ren's. I mean, Kylo Ren's point of view. You see, you kind of see like the um, what what I think Luke initially talks about what happened, mm-hmm. and then you kind of get the reveal that you right, know, he was going to kill Kylo Ren because he was. 
getting too powerful. But then he like you know stopped yeah. himself. Yeah, for but, a split second he was going to. Right, and then and then he, he, he kind of like came to his senses. He says, but he, he still has a lit, he didn't turn off his lightsaber. Turn off his lightsaber. He was turn off a lightsaber. <laughs> right, um, and so you um, you see him you know throw Luke, force throw him, him and then he destroy it. And you see kind of like that. Um, the Ray's vision from the, from the Force Awakens when he, ch- he touched the lightsaber and you see like you know Luke holding and you see all this stuff burning, um, right? Uh, and and so like so, Kylo Ren thinks Luke's gonna kill him, and I think at that time still like I guess Supreme Leader Snoke who we still don't know much about <laughs> had been trying to turn Kylo Ren to the dark side, um, and uh, and and so that's what I think ultimately led him. To, to where he was and, and ultimate Luke felt like a personal value to him where he's like you didn't fail Ren Ren failed you um, and so you get this kind of back and forth mm-hmm. um, and eventually uh, I think Ray has a decision she's like I'm out of here I gotta go and, and leaves and then and then you get this great reveal you get this great little like I didn't I had no idea this was coming we get to see Yoda again, yeah, um, which was really cool because it's back to like you know practical effect Yoda and puppet Yoda instead of CGI Yoda, right? Like you saw in the you know Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. You know, I think then they do some practical mm. effects in Phantom Menace for a little bit. You know, and then they in the Blu-ray they got totally CGI. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> so I like you know back to practical effect and Frank Oz doing the voice, and you see mm-hmm. little. It's great. Yoda being his Yoda. Yoda and, being a little jerk. And messing with Luke a little bit. <laughs> a little pranking the Luke. Exactly. Um, that's a good scene. And that kind of, I think, really, sh- I think Luke learns more about what's really going on in that one scene that, right. you know, he spent the, spent the last whatever, how many years hiding away. And Luke and Yoda kind of has to come back and school him on what's really going on. Um, yeah. You see Yoda maybe call down some lightning onto a tree. Yeah, yeah that's Which is cool. not a thing we've ever seen like any nope. of the Force Ghosts do before. So, <laughs> right. like, hey, maybe Luke could do some cool stuff yeah, in the next movie. that's right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we've seen, you know, Luke do some Force lightning. <laughs> so, yeah, so Luke is going to go burn the tree, this tree on the on the Octo Island that has, like, all the Jedi um, archives Library, in it. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to destroy it all because, you know, time for the Jedi to die, which you got from, the, like, the teaser trailer. And he's like, I can't do it. And then, like, Yoda says, my can. And then he, like, you know, calls force lightning and the tree burns. And uh, Luke's like, oh, my gosh, all those books are gone. And Yoda's just laughing. Laughing. He's like, yeah, who cares? Who cares about those books? I was like, Ray Ray knows everything anyway. The books aren't gone. Exactly. Ray stole the books. Yoda knows that Ray has them. I wonder if Yoda probably, you probably knew the history of the books. Yoda totally knows. He's a ghost. He's a ghost. He saw her take him probably. But you don't get that until the very end. That's a nice reveal. Yeah. So, yeah, so Yoda comes and talks to Luke and says, you know, Failure. We learn through our failures, and our students outgrow our teachers, and that's like the hardest right. thing to, to face as a teacher is when your students kind of surpass you. But that's what you're supposed to do. Right. That's you know, that's, that's a good thing when they when they when they do that. Um, and then I think that's what brings Luke to pop up in the last scene. Um, but eventually, you know, um, if you go back to like the the, the the I guess maybe the B or the C storyline with Finn and. And uh, and Rose, they're on the. They get arrested in Space Vegas. That's when they meet DJ. He says, "I can hack into this thing." He kind of you know lets, escapes with them in a stolen ship. He gets them onto the to the um, whatever Snoke ship. Yeah, they're on a Snoke ship. And they're gonna try to hack into it, and then they get busted, and they get arrested, and they're gonna get executed. 
Captain Phasma shows up again and, you know, has a little confrontation with Finn again. I was a little disappointed that we didn't see more of Captain Phasma. Yeah. And, and that Finn didn't... I mean, yeah, she dies at the end, but that they didn't have more of a... But you did get to see that cool, whatever that forced electric wand thing is as he like, grabs one of those and starts yeah, that's, battling, yeah, that's true, battling but, Captain Phasma. That was pretty cool. But I wish there... I don't know. I just wish there was yeah. a little more of that... A conclusion. Yeah, there. yeah. So it's a character that they really but... didn't, you know, wasn't wasn't greatly developed. She's yeah. just kind of a character that looked really cool in her chrome armor, right. but you know, yeah, she, she didn't really do much. But, but yeah, so they get destroyed, and at the, and at the same time that they're there, Ray goes and and um, she's going to meet with Kylo Ren. She's going to turn herself in. She's going to try to turn him. That's what she's doing. She's going to try right. to turn Ren. She's like, I've seen some good in him. Looks like you're going to fail. It's not going to turn out the way you think it is. But eventually she gets on there and Snoke's like, Mr. I, I arranged this all. I connected you through force time and um, this is all... Yeah, you know, I hacked all, your Apple accounts. <laughs> it's all Sorry, my space doing. Space Apple, I guess. Space <laughs> Apple accounts. Space Apple. Um, it's all my doing. You're here because I want you here. And, and you even I was even messing with Ren. I was I was right. taunting him so that he'll do my bidding and, and all that kind of stuff. And so he's just like gloating and gloating and gloating. And he has this cool, you know... Throwing Ray around, which is you know, show is how powerful he is. But but then I think he taunts Ren way one too one much. Too, a little yeah. too much and talks about how much of a fool he is and how much of emotion is. And so I did like the whole scene where you know, like I see everything. I see Ray turning the lightsaber. I see him igniting it, and as he's turning his own lightsaber, he's also turning the lightsaber yeah. that uh, that Snoke stole. Um, Stole Luke's lightsaber that Ray brought, you know. Yeah. And you get that that cool thing where like she tries to force grab the lightsaber, and then he it goes all the way around yeah, and like smacks in the her head. in the yeah, back yeah. of the head and goes back to him. Right, that's great. That was a good scene. <laughs> um, but eventually, you know, Ren kills Snoke, and then they have this really one of the best lightsaber battles I think ever with her and Ren and the Praetorian guards. Praetorian guards, which are really cool looking and <laughs> they're cool really looking, cool yeah. weapons. Um, but you know, obviously, through all that, things start going crazy and and fire. And at the same time, you know, the the resistance. I was like, they had this plan. They're gonna like cloak their 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 um, escape pods from the from the big ship left, and they're gonna try to get to this planet called Crate um, to make their kind of last stand. There was an old <laughs> abandoned rebel base there, but the the um, DJ kind of like you know gives up gives up. Finn and Rose, and he kind of lets them know that what's going to happen, and so the Resistance fleet gets, starts getting, you know, their transport starts getting blown up, right. and and at the same time, um, <clears throat> Holdo is on the uh, on the on the board, the one last big Resistance ship, and so um, they have like one in the in the you find out they have like one last hyperspace jump. They have enough right. for one last hyperspace jump. So another cool one of the cooler scenes. She turns around. That's my favorite scene. And <laughs> she's like, I'm going to you know, go through hyperspace, but right through the Snoke ship. And that kind of like splits in half. And, and it's just shot so beautifully because you're like all sound. Right. No shuts, sound. No sound. And a you minute see this, and a half or whatever. You see this shot of this ship and you're like, oh my gosh. I mean, I think when we first saw it on opening night, you know, when that happened, everyone was like, Gah! you yeah. know. Like, yeah, oh the, the theater went completely silent. Exactly, because it was so amazing. Nick saw it before we did, and he and he didn't see it when we saw it. But he said, "I just want you. I just after you see it, just tell me what you thought of the hyperspace jump. You'll know which one." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, yeah. So that you know that 
destroys like Snoke's ship, and at the same time, Ray and and uh, um, and Kylo Ren are battling on the Praetorian Guards, and they finally succeed. And and so I think it's a great scene because Ray's like, "Okay, let's go. You're gonna, I'm going to turn you. And you're going right. to come, and we're going to make you know, we're, we're going to save the galaxy." Um, and Ren's like, "All right, I killed Snoke. It's time for." us to start a new regime. Yeah. <laughs> Forget everything, just me and right. you. You get the reveal now, because the big question that everyone on average mind is, who are Ray's parents? You know, is it Han Solo? Is it Luke Skywalker? And all that kind of stuff. And it turns out... They're nobody. They're nobodies, you know? They're nobodies. <laughs> yeah. They're you're, they're filthy junk <laughs> traders. And, uh, and, uh, and I like that, I mean, the line that Ren really says, like, they're nothing, you're nothing, but you're not nothing to me. I see in you potential. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's join forces and we can... We can start over our new rule. Forget the first order. Forget the resistance. Join forces. Join nice. forces. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and of course, Ray's, Ray's like, "Don't do this. This is not what I want." And I want you to, you know, want you to come to the light. And he's like, "Nope. That's who cares about the dark? Who cares about the light side? Who cares about the dark side? Who cares about the Sith or the Jedi? Let's just start over." Right. It's like clean slate. We can do whatever we want. We're super powerful, and we can be, you know, super super couple. <laughs> I mean, it's the most powerful couple in the world. Um, but then you get this cool, you know, like, there's, like, one lightsaber. I don't know where, what happened to Ren's lightsaber. I can't remember. But there's, like, they're, like, battling over, over you know. It's over Luke's Skywalker. Luke's, Luke's, Luke's lightsaber, lightsaber right? which used to be, like, Darth Vader's yeah, lightsaber. Anakin's right. lightsaber. Yeah, it's Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber. And you get this, like, you know, they're both kind of, um, both equally as powerful. And then the, the lightsaber splits, splits and... Yeah. That's really cool. And then you see, like, you know, Ren get knocked out, and then General Hux walks in, and he's, like, looking around, and he's about <laughs> ready to shoot Kylo Ren, but then Kylo Ren wakes up, and you don't see Ray at that point. You're like, what happened to Ray? Where's she at? Um, and uh, and so you get, like, you know, Hux is going to sh- kill kill Kylo Ren, but Kylo Ren wakes up and says, you know, Girl did it. Girl did it. She, all, she did it. I had nothing to do with this. Yeah, man. She, he totally Adam's that nice. <laughs> he did. He did. It was, it was a woman. It was yeah. all her fault. So he kind of throws her into the bus and um, and, uh, and takes no responsibility for all this thing that happened. Um, and, oh, I, at the beginning of that scene, you get a cool a cool shot of Snoke sitting there with his, you know, his tongue out. He's all dead and his eyes open. And you see his hands are still on the thing. And I think... His half of his body falls off. It's right. a pretty cool scene. Um, so, what do you think of Snoke? Did we get enough of Snoke? We don't get enough of Snoke. I don't know what his deal Snoke. is. I will, and I. The thing that bothers me most about Snoke is they could have, they could have practical. They made it a practical effect. They could have yeah. done something with a costume instead of this like CGI Snoke. Because for me, I'm like, I don't think he's menacing at all. I think he's like an Emperor Palpatine wannabe kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when he stands up and walks down, when like, when Ren is like, you're like, oh, it's, it just took me out of it because it's right, totally it's... CGI and it, it didn't look good. He didn't move and the, his robe didn't move like a real person. And I'm like, well, you should have just, you know, made up Andy circus right, make him up. and make him do something cool with, with makeup and, and something like that. And agreed. But you know, after, after the first movie, I was hoping that Snoke would end up being like this six inch tall guy who <laughs> just had giant holograms of himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> like he's overcompensating for right. his, his littleness. Yeah, but, um, yeah, but I mean, I, th- I don't know if he, he was made out to be such a threat in the first movie. And right. He ended up not being so yeah, much. And I think he, is like, I he was like, he was totally, was, so. 
he was totally evil, but he wasn't like wise evil. He wasn't like right. you know, like Emperor Palpatine. I think had a great, grander vision of what he wanted yeah. to do. And so Snoke's just a, like he was a bigger like, presence you know, he's, in the movies. So. He's he's yeah. totally. He's totally like totally evil, and he's like totally underestimating everyone. He's totally underestimating Hux, and he's underestimating Kylo Ren, and he's yeah. you know he's like I'm gonna kill Luke Skywalker, and I don't think that would have turned out the way you know I would love right. to see Luke Skywalker Snoke battle. Um, but he's like I'm the greatest thing in the world, and it turns out that he got you know betrayed by his own people, kind of thing, or his own person who he was belittling, and kind of like he brought his his own end to himself. Right, right. Um, and and I think that you know. It, I, I don't know. I, I did like. I thought the cool. I did like the coolest thing about Snoke. I thought that they did a really good job with like his eyes. Mm-hmm. His eyes looked like real. At least that, that part where you saw like close up and it's like his like little bushy eyebrows and his like nasty teeth. But I was reading someplace about um, you know not getting enough Snoke or whatever, and I don't know if it was the director. Or somebody said, "Well, Snoke's not important to Ray," and you know then it's Ray's story sort of. Okay, that, you know so. So he wasn't really needed after after she and and Kylo get together. And, yeah, you know, gotcha. Have that connection. Like that, that's yeah. more important than than whoever right. Snoke was. Who cares? Right. You know. So and obviously, it's, and it's more interesting for sure. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, 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 I'm way definitely. more interested in you know Ray's interactions with Kylo right. Ren than Snoke. But he, oh, he, I am too. Yeah, he's but, such like he's like this you know supreme leader Snoke, and it's all Snoke's doing, and and where did he come from, and and where's yeah. he where's he you know, <laughs> what's his background, how why is he so powerful in the, in the dark side, and you know. There's all these these questions all about these questions, him, but then yeah. ultimately it's like, well, who cares? He's dead right. now, so <laughs> oh well. Uh, on to the next baddie kind of guy, but yeah. Obviously, the Ray and the Kylo Ren story was way more interesting yeah. than the yeah. Snoke thing, which mm-hmm. right, I thought he had a good death, though. That was a really good death when he getting sliced <laughs> in half of the lightsaber. Yep. That was really cool. <laughs> you surprised. Yeah. You surprised. Oh, yeah. Because he thought, you know, he thought he had Kylo Ren in the palm right. of his hand. Right. And Kylo Ren trying to turn the tables. But yeah, I, I thought that all, in all instances, I thought Snoke was kind of a wasted, useless character. Yeah, and and the fact that he was CGI kind of like right. you know, bummed me out, Took even, you out even, even more. more than, right, yeah. exactly. I mean, because he looked cool, but if they could have done that with like practical like makeup and effects, I think that would have been a lot cooler than than just right. a CGI thing for sure. That looked really CGI, also, <laughs> especially when he he stood up and walked. I was like, ooh. But I did, I did hear I was reading something that like his like his gold robe was kind of like a Hugh Hefner esque you know in his like smoking <laughs> robe kind of thing. That's what he was going for, you know. It's like this guy who's like, hey, I'm smoking, on top of the world. Smoking robe, <laughs> smoking robe. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Smoking will kill you. Too, you know? so, um, yeah. So I thought Snoke was well, he's dead. So, but totally, you see uh, Kylo Kylo Ren little kind of like unleashed and yeah, and he. <laughs> well, force chokes Hux. He's like, I'm the su- I'm now supreme leader. Hux is like, okay, <laughs> long live the supreme leader. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but I think that there's still a dynamic there, and you see that kind of in the last scene. Yeah, um, because it all kind of culminates. Cul- culminates. 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 <laughs> culminates on this planet called Crate, where this rebel base is. You know the the. The last remaining members of the of the resistance make it there, um, and with, through all this battle, um, Finn and Rose get saved by BB-8 taking over a um, well, ATST Walker. Yep, kills them all, and then you see kind of Captain Phasma come to her doom, and she's like, 
I like the line is like, you've always been scum. He's like, yeah, rebel scum. Yeah. That was a good line <laughs> by Finn. Yeah. That was a good line. So they kind of escape in a shuttle and they're kind of getting to crate, but no one knows who they are. And so they think it's a rebel. I mean, they think it's a, a first order ship coming right. in. Yeah. Well, it is a first order ship. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> um, but they think they're being attacked and they're yeah. just trying to, trying to escape. So you get this, like this last battle on this, on this, on this, um, kind of like the last stand. Yeah, on this very mineral looking yeah, planet. Yeah, really cool. Oh yeah, that I love the white and red. Yeah, right. that looks so good. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like when um, you see this these those those tie fighters come down and, and the mm-hmm. tie fighters come down and they're like oh. shooting the ground and you see the little explosions. Yeah, and you see the the white and the red. And, and when the skimmers are going and they oh yeah, yeah. they are yeah, dragging man. a trail. It's really cool. <laughs> right, right. Um, and you have these cool um, whatever crystal fox things, whatever those yeah. things are called. Yeah, I can't remember what they're called. Yeah, but they're the crystal they critters, cool. as Finn calls them. Crystal critters, yeah. Yeah. Um, who I don't know. I guess they might have been like. And I think that were there was that was um, Daisy really saying in an interview that they were like practical effects also. I think I don't know if they did that no. or something like that. No, I don't it know. Can't be. I don't know how I they did know. that, but they look they looked really cool. Um, so you kind of get this last stand and. You have the resistance and these old rusty skimmers come fi- fighting the first order out of their huge ginormous gorilla walkers. Yeah. Doesn't go well. <laughs> didn't, didn't go well for them. Um, there's a little like so in the scene where where the resistance commander like steps out and he's standing there and then you see the trench guys and the guy like you know dips his finger into the white stuff and is like oh it's salt. The person right next to him. Is Gareth Edwards, who was the director of Rogue One. That was a yeah. little like a little teaser cool there. Cameo. Little cool cameo. Um, oh, and there's a, another cameo, voice cameo, back on Canto Bite, the the guy that reports um, Rose and Finn of their Ill- illegal shuttle parking. His character's called Slow and Low. And that's actually Joseph Gordon-Levitt doing the um, oh, perfect. doing the voice yeah. of that, which is because uh, yeah. Ryan Johnson. He's, yeah, he's, he's been in all of Ryan Johnson's yeah, movies. Exactly. Um, so there's a, a cool little cameos there. Oh, and then the the hacker on Canto Bite that they're trying to find is is, is Justin Thoreau, the nice yeah. nice little cameo. He's the guy from um, Leftovers. Leftovers, yeah. He's mm-hmm. is he Jennifer Aniston's <laughs> husband, Mister Mister Jennifer Aniston? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I read that at some point. <laughs> um. So those are cool cameos. So yeah, you get this final battle on on crate, and you have all these people coming together. And I like Rose. Like when they finally land in the in the shuttle, um, she's like, "Is this all that's left?" He's like, "This is the last part of the resistance." And of course, they lose more in the uh, yeah. when the skimmers are attacking the the gorilla walkers, and he's and then when you think all all is lost, in comes Luke Skywalker. Great scene with 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 Prince, with General Leia, um, and um, and he's like, you know, no one's really gone. He hands he hands the uh, the uh, whatever Sabic dice or Zabak dice that yeah. of Han Solo's that he took off the Millennium Falcon. Hands those to her. He's like, I'm gonna go out and face Kylo Ren. Um, you have this cool <laughs> where Kylo Ren kind of like he's like losing it. He's like, I want every single gun <laughs> on him, and you see like this. You see the the. Yeah. Like dozens of walkers, just like all right, unleashing everything. Yeah. Exactly, that was a really cool scene, and and you know the ground afterwards, like this is pit and the all yep. that you know. The, yeah, it's all red. It's all red. Know. This looks really cool. I mean, the, the 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 artwork or the visuals for that is is, is beautiful. And then you know he's like General Hux is like, you think you got him? And of course, like you know it was Luke Skywalker again. And so Kylo Ren's like, take me down. I'm gonna face him. 
But I love when Luke when Luke shows up, he just brushes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got it. So I think a lot of people are like that's you know I don't know they, like that's not in the Star Wars universe. That's too you know whatever. But I thought I it was great. Know. I thought it was I got perfect. no issue with that. I got no issue either. I thought it was, it was perfect. Um, yeah, that's and you could totally see Obi Wan doing that. Oh, like, yeah. in one of the pre like right. Yeah, 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 yeah that yeah, would yeah. totally have happened. Oh yeah, exactly. Um, it's kind of like the cockiness of the of the Skywalker family too. You know, yeah. the, the lineage of that. Um, and so, you know, you kind of have this cool Kylo Ren, Luke Skywalker battle, you don't know what's going on. They do have a little teaser trailer, or a little teaser because, you know, when they're, because of how Crate is with the, with the, with the white salt covering the red thing and you, as they move their feet, you know, you see the footprint, but then Luke Skywalker, you know, you don't see him making any footprints, um. You know, well, and also so much of the area around him turned red because of the the walkers. Yeah, too, but you can great. still see him though. He's yeah. still on white, and it's then great. he turns his feet, and you don't see anything move. And you're like, at first, you know, probably first see it, you're like, you might not know what's going on. You're like, you miss it, but yeah, I was not looking at his feet. No, no, my first watch. But like, you know, so repeat viewings, you're like, oh yeah, his, his kind of gives you a clue right. that Luke is actually not really. He's not really there. Okay, so. Since I've only seen it once, the next time I watch it, I want to see do in their duel. Does do their lightsabers ever touch? Do no, no lightsabers actually. Like, there is no lightsaber duel in this okay, movie. Yeah. Like between them two, no, like no lightsabers touch in this movie because like Kylo Ren and Rey don't fight either. Oh like, yeah, there are no two right. lightsabers do not touch each other in this oh, movie that's true. at all. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. like, they're it, fighting the Praetorian Guard. Right, <laughs> right, right. Okay. Yeah, this is like the first. Of the main like line of story where there's actually there's not never a lightsaber. A lightsaber duel. Yeah. Like, it's a lightsaber duel, but not yeah. between well, the lightsabers. It's a Jedi duel, but Jedi it's not a lightsaber right. duel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's um, what cool. Luke's in the uses. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he just dodges. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, you know, they're like, Poe and. Um, and Finn are like, what's he, what's he doing? What's Luke doing? And he's like, he's, he's creating a diversion. We need to get out of here, and there's a back way, but it's blocked by rocks. Oh, and then you see. You're wondering where Ray is when all this stuff is happening. All these TIE fighters are going to go kill these skimmers. And then you see this, the Millennium Falcon sweep in and start right. like taking them out one by one. And and yeah. <laughs> that's a great line where it's like, um, Kylo Ren's like, destroy that ship! All <laughs> TIE fighters on that ship! And they're like, they, they all leave and <laughs> they really don't like that ship. <laughs> yeah. It's like, they really hate that ship. <laughs> which yeah. is true because Kylo Ren, that's his dad yeah. ship. He wants right. that thing destroyed. Yeah, and Ray's doing the gun this time. Yeah, uh, which is really cool. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, we've seen her pilot. I don't know if we've seen her uh, actually. She's use a lot more accurate material. than Finn was on those guns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think Ray is better at almost everything than Finn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and so you know, so that that, and then you see kind of Ray coming to her own. She just like moves all these rocks with her force right. power, and at the same time, you see, you know that that Luke was just a hologram. He wasn't really there. He's still on Acto or whatever, and he kind of like that was his last gasp. I think. Yeah. Um, oh, because earlier in the scene when when Ray kind of first touches the Force and finally kind of feel, finally realizes what the Force is, she's like, "I didn't see you, Luke. You've like totally cut yourself from from the Force." <laughs> and so this is like Luke's return. He, right. He um, kind of his last gasp. He like you know <clears throat> comes back to the Force, uses all of his energy um, to 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 do this to give them time to escape. Um, and has a beautiful death scene. So. Yes. Yeah. He's looking <laughs> yeah. at the twin sons. Right. If it's his death, but a yeah. beautiful fade well, away scene. Obviously, his yeah. his his his, his, ghost his mortal self or his yeah. physical self is is gone away, yep. and he he kind of becomes one of the force. He disappears like kind of like Yoda did, and 
And yeah, you got Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, it's really cool. Great it's a great callback, callback to yeah. yeah to what that is. So, so you know, both Ray and and uh, and Leia feel that he's gone, but not really. Like it wasn't like a stressful thing. It was a peaceful thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of let himself become one with the Force, which he's which is kind of interesting because he had cut himself off for so much so often. Now he's back with the one with the Force. I'm really interested to see what is going to happen in the future with with his character and how right. just how powerful you know he's going to be now that he's kind of maybe embrace the force again as a as a ghost you know mm-hmm. what can he do yeah yeah i hope we get a lot of like luke like actually like interacting with like people and stuff and yeah. not just like you know a, a cool you know luke cameo right in the next movie yeah yeah um, we might just be inter- interacting with ray though because you know i mean maybe i don't know we'll see um but then they're all kind of the last bit of the resistance is on board the millennium falcon that's they all fit on the millennium falcon they're all kind of escaping yeah, the entire resistance at this point yeah. fits on the Millennium Falcon. Right. Which is kind of sad. But yeah, and it's all post-fault. But <laughs> it is all post-fault. But the, yeah, because we didn't think, even say, like, DJ, like, betrays them and says, oh, you know, they're all running. Yeah. Um, go shoot them. So that's why, you know, the, like, they would have, like, the whole resistance would have made it on that planet, minus Holdo, because she took the ship. Right. If it wasn't for, you know, DJ. Yep. It wasn't for yeah. If it wasn't for for Rose and Finn doing the their thing. Yeah. If everyone if everyone was talking to each yeah. other, but that's like they like just the, stayed put. Yeah, but that's <laughs> like kind of the, the theme of this movie is that you know that 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 they're making the these really awry. <laughs> yeah, they're making these really wrong choices and, right. and the results of their wrong choices. I mean, they're yep. really really real consequences of their of yeah. their decisions. Um, it's and, mostly just Poe making bad decisions. Again, like yeah, <laughs> like. <laughs> But they, the, the, I think the, he's the only one in this movie that makes terrible decisions to get lots of people killed. Like ninety yeah. percent of the resistance right. dies because of Poe Dameron in this movie. But I think <laughs> that's it's true. It's true. Right. It's true. But what even what 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 Yoda said to Luke, failure is our best teacher. I think at the yeah. end you see Poe kind of like you know, kind of coming around. But at what cost? But at what cost? Right. But. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe maybe he'll be a better leader, and maybe if they can build back the resistance back up, right, then it'll, it'll be interesting to see what yeah what, what they, role Poe. But has there's, a, there's I mean I like I like there's there's lots of ways they can go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but another another theme I think so like you know let the past die I think is is another theme of this movie and like you know, you see all these characters. But the other one is like we are the spark that will light the fire that'll burn the first order down. So it's like. You know they haven't totally destroyed. Right, there's still a remnant left, and as long as there's a remnant left, there's still hope for the galaxy. So that's like a big theme mm-hmm. is this hope that they're that they're having. I mean, they try to they they try to put their hope in Luke Skywalker. They thought you know he's going to come and save right. them all, but that wasn't really what the plan. It wasn't him. It was kind of like this, just going in a new direction. Right? right, let the past die. We're going in a new direction. You see these little kids at the end um, that that you met on Canto Bite. You know they're kind of like they're like the future. You know the actual future. These little kids who yeah. might who might the Star Wars action figures and everything. Exactly. Yeah, telling the story of Luke Skywalker, um, which, and also using the Force without even thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah with the broom, you just, yeah. which is just like a little throwaway thing. You're like, we don't know what's going on. Try to see it where he just like reaches out and uses the Force to, to take this broom down, but. But I thought that was a cool scene at the very end where he's like holding the the broom like a lightsaber. Yeah, uh-huh. he's got the re- he's got the you know the re- rebel signet ring, and he's like, all right, the future's bright, you know, right. whatever. Um, so it was kind of leads like, so what's what's next? What 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 is the new? What's the next movie going to be? Is it going to? How are they going to deal with with Carrie Fisher's death? Right. And the character of of, of General Organa, 
Um, I mean, I, my initial thing is they're going to do a time jump, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can see these little kids. Maybe you can see Ray. Because it is revealed that she has all the, you know, the Jedi text. Is she right. going to start, a, she gonna start a, a, a new Jedi kind of training camp type thing? I mean, yeah, is she going to be looking for Jedi around the world? Maybe looking, Luke's helping her. Maybe Luke's helping her, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah. I would I would be surprised if there isn't a time jump, just because that's a good way to, you know, deal with, you know, Carrie Fisher dying. Could not right. do a CGI Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, you can, yeah. if, like, I would, maybe the next like, one starts five years in the future at her funeral or something. Yeah. And, like... Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they'll even explain it in the opening crawl of what happened to her, yeah. kind of thing. Because I mean, they they obviously have to deal with it, or or else they just say she's off doing something somewhere right. for the next movie, <laughs> yeah. which I mean, I guess could happen. Um, it, but it, it would be weirder if she's not in, and it takes place right afterwards, though. Right. Right. It's easier exactly. to explain away why she's not there if there's a time jump. Yeah. Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah. I have no idea what's going to happen this next movie. Like. <laughs> Right. Basically, everything that I thought was going to happen in the next two movies happened in this one movie, uh-huh. and now I have no clue right, what's right, going to happen right. next, which is really cool and also really scary. Yeah, but the fact is that J.J. Abrams, J. J. Abrams is back, um, writing and directing mm-hmm. the, the last one. Um, Ryan Johnson, you can see more Ryan Johnson in Star Wars because um, you know he, he announced that he's going to do his, a, new, a new trilogy. Yeah. Oh. That takes place. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't hear that? No. Yeah. So he's. He's going to write and direct a whole new like trilogy of Star Wars movies that don't take place with these characters and take place some other part of the galaxy. Oh right, right, yeah. I guess we did talk about that. Yeah, we don't know if it's going to be current yeah. time or, or right. It's or what so time it's, it's, it's going to take totally place. separate. Totally separate, but in the same galaxy. So, but yeah, same, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for that. Yeah. yeah. One thing that I was I was thinking about as I don't know as preparing for this podcast is that um, so Ryan both Ryan Johnson and J.J. Abrams are like. Super fans of Star Wars, you know. Mm-hmm. So if you think back to the original, so George Lucas, you know, wrote and directed the first movie. Um, was, I don't forget, was it Irwin Kirshner or did, did Empire? Right. Yeah. But they didn't really know what was going on. And then, like you know, Lawrence Kasdan did the Return of the Jedi, but they weren't really Star Wars fans. And then you know you have this huge gap, and then George Lucas kind of you know he self finances and those are you know the first the prequels are totally independent movies right. he has no there's no one else involved in that of course they they saw it be disaster but, <laughs> <laughs> but then so you got the you know, a big time leap and now that the directors are star wars fans uh-huh. you know so they're the, the future of star wars is in the hands of people who are are star wars fans i think it's interesting that he, these are the first movies directed by star wars fans right. yeah you know they're, they're really good directors too but they're first Star Wars fans first. Like Ryan Johnson is a huge Star Wars fan. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he's grew up with the toys and everything like that. Um, and so, you know, I thought I thought this, this is interesting that you have these people who are right. are heavily invested in the mythology and the and the mystery and and all that of of Star of the Star Wars universe, who are now you know telling new stories. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, that's really cool. I wonder if if the last movie or the the third movie third in this trilogy episode is, nine episode nine i wonder if it's gonna gonna deal with um the force and being like there's really not a light side and a dark side it's all one force that it's just, is really how you use it it's how you use it and i wonder if that's how it's it's finally going to you know come together that that there isn't good and bad there's you know i don't know I mean, it was hit. I mean, Kylo Ren was kind of hinting at that. Let's just wipe everything out and yeah. start a new 
you know, an, our new way of doing it, and maybe, yeah, I don't know, maybe they come to some agreement. I don't know. I'm interested to see what happens with Kylo Ren. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like, and the big, the big showdown yeah. between him and Ray. I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you, there's going <coughs> to be one. Are you hoping that there's going to be right. one? Right. Mm-hmm. They're finally going to, you know, because I think. You kind of where we left it is like okay, so I don't think there's anything any going back to them because they, they hinted at like oh is is, is Ray and Kylo going to join forces? Is she right. is she enamored by this guy? You know, I mean is is she kind of falling for him? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the, the last scene with them together kind of like seals it. Like all right, I think she's over him. Right, and she's you know <laughs> she's like there's no hope for him now, and uh, start over. And did you think that there was maybe something with or like when she and Poe kind of finally meet. A little spark there. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't see that. But... Oh, you didn't see it? Watch it again and just yeah. see what see if you think that there's I guess maybe I'll a... I'll watch it again. <laughs> Fine. If they're, if, they're, if they're something... Because you see it right there before that, you're like, okay, so Finn and Rose are, are now a couple and, and Ray's like, you know, happy for them, but like, you know, who you see it? And then right after that, I'm Poe Dameron. She's like, I'm Ray. He's like, oh, I know who you are, kind of thing, you know? Like, yeah. hey, how you doing, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It, it seemed to me like, oh, okay, so are they yeah. setting it up where, like, Poe and Ray are going to, like, be a super couple or whatever? Yeah, I mean, Finn and, Finn and Rose have known each other for 12 hours tops. So right. th- it might, not, might, it not, might be, not work out. Yeah, <laughs> it might not work out, is all I'm saying. <laughs> like, it's, it might not be an undying too, love situation. Too early to tell. <laughs> but they did, have a, they did have a connection there. Yeah, they made each other that morning. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and she saved his life. So yeah, <laughs> well, because I mean, I think Poe has got a little Han Solo in him, and and Ray's got you know the the female Force user type thing, and see the new mm-hmm. Leia, you know, kind of thing. Are they are they setting them up for something? I don't know. We'll I don't see. know. Just that's just my theory. <laughs> but so I, I would like to I would get, like to get your opinion if you guys see it again, just to see if there's if you if you notice yeah, anything between the, between the two of them. Like that one scene, you're like, was there like an instant connection there? Or are they setting them up? I don't know. That's what I. That's what I observed. Yeah. I did not notice that on the. Yeah. Well, you know, there you go. <laughs> something, something to look for. Um, yeah, so I'm excited about the future of Star Wars. Um, we gotta wait two years, don't we, for two the years. next one? Um, but Han Solo comes out in right, right, four right. months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we don't have to wait too long for another Star Wars movie, right? But I meant for the so our next star, all, all our next all Star Wars talk. We'll we don't have to wait for another year. No, I think we still have to do it in January. Do we have? To, <laughs> yeah, we have, to, we have to wait till January to talk about Han Solo. Yes, uh, the, the Blu-ray will probably be out by then. I've seen this twenty times so far. Let's talk about this. Yeah, wow. it's probably safe for spoilers. All right. Well, I think uh, was there anything like I had some some had some like list of things likes and dislikes. I don't know the characters. I thought I thought I love the character development between Ray. I thought. Between with Kylo Ren, I thought they were very interesting. Made decisions. I think even Poe, how's this failure going to affect him? He, you know, is he going to have to wake up something like like I, I almost destroyed the resistance by my right. My yeah, rashness. I wish we there there had been a scene with him at the base, like dealing with that, like yeah. in this movie. Like that's one of my gripes with movies. Like yeah. like yeah, I I want to see him have to deal with the fact that he just got. 90% of the resistance yeah. killed um, because he thought he knew best. Right. Um, and yeah, it would, be, it would be cool to see that in another movie, but I feel like it should have been. There should have been something in this movie because like, it's barely even acknowledged like, right. that you know, yeah. he wiped out half the resistance. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, I thought the like the locations they go to were very interesting. Absolutely. <clears throat> I mean, Crate was just the coolest planet. Yeah. And Acto, I still think, was really... Was just awesome. really. I mean, I'd love to go to that island. It's a real island. And, right. Uh, off the coast of Ireland. Yeah. 
I mean, I thought the CGI was used pretty good, except for Snow, except for of Snow, course. Too. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the Carrie Fisher, Mary Poppins. Then Mary Poppins, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Space Poppins. Space Poppins. If she would have started singing, that would have been awesome. <laughs> porgs. Love the Porgs. I'm pro-Porg myself. I don't know about you guys. I just thought it looked tasty. (laughs) (laughs) I saw a deleted scene uh, just today, I think, of... I mean, they hint at it, but where the Porgs were playing with the lightsaber. And this deleted scene actually turns on and skewers one of them. (laughs) I want to see that. (laughs) I I, I, I don't even know what it is, but there was some, like, another deleted scene that they talk about where something uh, interesting happens. But I hopefully... I don't know if it's between Luke and someone else, but he's like, I hope that makes it onto the Blu-ray deleted scene yep. or whatever. I don't know. I don't even know what it is about, but hopefully they'll show some deleted scenes when it eventually gets released. Yeah, on, I'm sure they will on um, on Blu-ray. Um, yeah, so there's there's a this movie I think is pretty polarizing as far as some people, Star Wars fans, are like hated it. Some of them are like loved it, but I'm on the loved it crowd i'm mm-hmm. gonna love it side. i loved it too yeah so. yeah i thought it was, it was interesting i thought just i thought ryan johnson told a really good story and took and had some good surprises and and plot points that he didn't really think going and right uh, yeah so um unless there's anything else i think that would, would wrap up our the last jedi talk please go see it um it hasn't made enough money for disney <laughs> i hope um, you haven't listened to this and haven't seen it <laughs> right we kind of pretty much told you the whole movie yeah <laughs> And backtrack where we forgot things that happened, but, you know. Yeah. There's so. plenty of stuff we didn't talk about. <laughs> right. Well, um, I think that's it for this episode. Um, if if history proves itself um, true, then our next episode will be a best of 2017. We'll see if that happens. Oh, yeah, it'll come uh, out in mid-July. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the best of 2017 and half of 2018 will combine that. Um, but uh, until then, until you hear from us again... Um, thank you for listening. You can go to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe. Let us know how we're doing. We'd love for your comments. Um, until, but until ne- uh, next time, my name is Tim. And I'm Russ. And I'm Andrew. And may the Force be with you. <laughs>